And in the cafeteria area, I was seated and I took my mask off to eat my meal. Oh, you had like lunch there? Yeah, I had lunch there. Who'd you have lunch with? By myself. Okay, well, that's COVID safe. It it's was COVID cool. safe. It's COVID cool. I did it by myself, and I was probably doing stuff for the show. Generally, it's what I do when yeah. I sit in the cafeteria. It was a working lunch with yourself. I worked I worked with myself. Right on. When you go get the quesadilla, can you just can you say, That's, this is great. This looks great. Can I get more fries and then just see how many times you can do that? Uh, can I, get, I need to get more fries than that. Yeah. And then she goes, I'm like, oh, can you a little bit more? Just, <laughs> look, I know you got a whole bag back there. I just need I just need a little bit more, and then she's like, "Well, we limit fries." I go, "Well, what's wh- how much? How many fries do you limit it to?" Because <laughs> exactly. I know you limit it to two two, two cookies. <laughs> so I'm just wondering how, how many fries is it? Eighteen fries? And then she's like, "Well, I'm sure we limit." And I go, well, "Can you just count them out for me? Can you, get <laughs> you just see if we're under the limit or over the limit?" Close. I just want a ballpark of where we're at on the fries. I just want to. I just want to know where I'm at. It's an all-you-can-eat cafeteria, so if you want to put them in a separate container, that's fine. Like, I ordered two quesadillas, and but then just hold the quesadilla. I want more fries. Can you just give me another container of fries? Yeah. And then she's done with that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I meant three more containers of fries. <laughs> and just keep going until security is called. <laughs> until she calls someone. Yeah. It's just the way it is. There you go. Such is our life. Such is our life in this wacky place. Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest country on earth. Hey everybody, welcome to Bob Says and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things that Disney Company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about updates to the Haunted Mansion, Avengers Campus Assembles, Knott's Berry Farms takes aims at legacy pass holders, updated costuming guidelines for cast members, real lightsabers are coming, and in our main segment, we discuss the best and worst dining experiences in the park. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, the Los Angeles Extreme to my Memphis <laughs> Maniacs. Yeah, that's right. Aaron. I almost said Absolute Humanity Robbins. That's fine. It's Absolute Aaron Robbins. Absolute, that's right. Those are XFL <laughs> Those are team XFL references teams. from an hour-long Patreon segment that we just did about the XFL randomly. I don't even know how we found our way into discussing I the XFL. I have no idea. It was like watching you fall off a cliff, and then I was like, come back, Scott, and you're like, I'm going for it! And then you like, and then you were looking at me fall, and then as you were looking at me fall, you got drawn over the yeah, edge as well. Yeah, I was just well. like, I got questions too. Let's, do, let's dig in and talk about the XFL. Why is this a thing? Yeah. yeah. Right on. Welcome to episode 55. Cinco, cinco! Yeah, a very important number in uh, in Disney lore. And oh, yes, it so is. So I don't know what significance it has to us, other than we're going to have a really fun episode talking about some news and some dining stuff, which I just, I have so many notes on it, I'm jazzed. There's like chock full news that we're going to be talking yeah. about. We've got a really fun segment that we're going to do. We're talking about food. We both love food. Yep. What's your favorite food? Do you have a favorite food? I mean, my favorite, probably my favorite food if you're like, you know, you can have this, no calories, it's okay if you die eating it. Eat as much as you want. Yeah, it. just eat it's probably donuts to be from like oh, a from man, a, like just so a good. raised donut. I like any kind of donut. I just I'm a really big fan of donuts. Can I tell you a sad story? Uh-oh. I mean, it's like an unfortunate story. Okay. Uh, there was a tradition that the kids and I had every single Saturday. We yeah. would go to this place called Baker Ben's, and the kids would order donuts and I'd order donuts. 
and we knew the people that owned the place yeah. and they would load the kids up with tons of donut holes. And it was like, that was, that was our Saturday ritual. We yeah. did it every Saturday. And they knew you. And so they just kind of like, there's like, here's a bunch of donuts. They knew us. That's awesome. They ended up having a baby at one point, And wow. then like, we like, we got them like a, a, a baby shower gift. Right on. Like we just love these people yeah. and they loved us. It was really sweet. Yeah. And then COVID hit. We have not been back to Baker Benz, and I don't even know if they're open. Uh oh! Like whenever I go past Baker Benz, they're closed. <laughs> when I call on Saturday mornings, uh, they don't answer. So you've been calling, you've been calling to see if they're open, and there's no, no, there's no, there's no answer. Yikes! And I don't know. I don't. It's it's weird. It's like it's like having a neighbor or a friend that you see regularly every single week, and, and then, then they poof. just suddenly move away in the middle of the night. I could imagine that COVID was tough on the on the donut biz. I'm sure it was tough yeah. on the donut biz, but we're back now. Yeah, I know. We're back and better than ever. That's my favorite. That's my favorite food. If you're just talking about what do I get excited donuts about, really and, and do I think like, oh, I'm not going to have three donuts. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Is any? Are you done with yours? Can I get a little bit of that? Can I get a little of that? What's your favorite donut? What's the best donut? I like. I like a lot. We probably talked about this on the show. I like a cruller, like a maple oh, yeah, bar. Yeah, we I have like talked a raised, about this I like a raised sugar, raised glazed donut. Like oh, you're really chocolate. like you're uh, very yeah, diverse like in your donut claw. selection. Yeah. You like a fritter? Do you like an apple fritter? Sure. Yeah, I like an apple fritter. Yeah. How do you feel about like a jelly filled? How do you feel about jelly filled? Um, I think it's fine. I'm not so much the jelly, I like a cream filled. You like is, a cream filled over a jelly? A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a custard? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow, that's surprising. Like a, what do they call it? Like those a Boston like? cream? Yeah, like a Boston cream. Wow. You like a Boston cream over like a jelly filled or raspberry? I don't filled? really like the, the jelly filled. <laughs> You're getting really into this. <laughs> I am. I'm very interested. How do you feel about donut holes? Not a fan. Not really? a fan. Yeah. yeah. Why not? It's, it's it's not enough going on. I wanna I just I need that whole yeah. You need the whole experience. <laughs> I need the, the whole, other, the other whole. I need, yeah, you I need, need a, a homonym. I need the you need the W H O L E experience as well as the H O L E experience. I need that homonym in my donut. You do. I don't. I don't love donut holes. Do you? I love donut holes. I just feel like it's not like. It, I just feel like you want to bite into a raised donut and kind of pull it apart and then like pick at the insides a little bit, move around. Just I just don't want a donut hole. It's so just you just pop them right in your mouth. That's not what I need it's to like be doing. It's like eating a ping pong ball. <laughs> I need to be enjoying one after it. Another. I need to be enjoying it. I don't need to be just like mainlining donut holes. And they don't come Can't, in a variety. Why, why is that mutually exclusive? Why can you not enjoy a donut and then boop, 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 lots of- <laughs> And then just go for it Yeah, with and the then donut holes? enjoy another donut. It's true. Have you ever been to Donut Madness before? No, where's that? It's a horror-themed donut shop. <gasps> I like it. Where? Uh, it's over in Arden Arcade area. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was local. Yeah, it's I've been local. To Voodoo. I've been to Voodoo at City Voodoo Walk. Donuts, sure. And, yeah. They have uh, they have a donut. Um, Voodoo's a little too much for me. Like that's not my ideal donut. If you're if you're if you're because there's so much stuff. There's on just it. so much stuff. There's like a lot of extra stuff going. It's like when you order a milkshake. Like I just want a milkshake, and I want some of that milkshake in a glass cup, and I want some in the little metal thing, yeah, the, the overflow. Thing, and that's the overflow. all I want. I don't need any bells and whistles. You I don't need want to put like pretzels. pretzels. I don't need gummy bears on it. I don't need peachos on it. I just Slice want the milkshake high or whatever it is. Right. That's not yeah. what I need. And same with the donut. I don't need Captain Crunch on it and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you wouldn't like Donut Madness. Then. Is it that way? They have uh, my, the one donut I remember. They have children of the corn. Flakes, <laughs> and it's a donut with cornflakes. That's fantastic, on it. though. It's good theming. Yeah, I mean, my kids won't go in it; they're terrified. Is it scary? We should maybe go down there. Maybe it this is a Patreon. Truly, segment. is a horror themed donut shop. Which, again, if we're talking Venn diagrams, I don't understand how that works. It What's your cool. favorite food? What's your favorite food? What is it? What is the thing you just love? Guilty pleasure. I mean, your donut pick is like now it's in my brain. I love because that. Because it's a great idea. I don't like, donuts are really good. M- as many people that are as obsessed with donuts as I am. I love donuts. Growing up, I was like, no birthday cakes, no none of that stuff. I just want donuts on this a plate. This is the problem, I think, with our healthy society yeah. is a distinct loss of donut shops, local yeah. donut shops. Like, yeah. 
you know, you could get a donut at Starbucks, but get get out of here with yeah. that. I don't want that. I, I want a donut pink shop. box arranged. Yes. I want to open it up. I want to smell it. I yes. just I love the the pink box donut. I do too. I do too. I I love donuts. Uh, other than donuts. I mentioned this before. I really love pretzel, hot pretzels. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a big super pretzel. Mm-hmm. Love yep. hot pretzels. Uh, if it's like a food, food it's like a great cheeseburger. I just love cheeseburgers too. Yeah. Do you feel like the food at uh, at the XFL is also extreme when you go to an XFL game? How like, is it not yeah. extreme? At, uh, it's like a, it's this is a pretzel, but it's on fire. Oh, like it's hot? No, it's on fire. No, you have to literally eat it on fire. Yeah. No way to extinguish it. I do feel like the. Uh, Pickle corn dog, uh, yeah, abomination would be and at home there. I think I think they'd be yeah. very comfortable there. I like that with the XFL, you got to take it the whole way. You park your car when you come out. Somebody's just taking a jackhammer and like a crowbar. <laughs> it's just everything's or extreme. Run, run it over with a monster <laughs> truck. <laughs> a monster truck. That's perfect. Yeah. You come out, your car's been run over. What you watch? You watched extreme football and you yeah. ate a pretzel that was literally on fire. On fire. Yeah. yeah. That's a great... That's How do we get back into the XFL in this segment? This is the problem with the XFL is it pulls you in and you can't get out. You know I'm going to go home and we watch that on about YouTube. We the XFL, the last Patreon segment. Yeah. And now somehow we found our way back into we're this one. We're talking about it again. We started with donuts. That was your favorite food, and we're going to be talking about food later on this episode. How was your week, Scott Storm? How was my week? Yeah, how was your week? My week was, uh, my week was good. I did a lot of carpentry over the weekend. Right. I'm building big planter boxes. Yep. And uh, these planter boxes are big. They're six feet by three feet by two feet. Okay. Okay, so they're really large. And I'm doing like a cord. Using screws there or lag bolts? How are you, how you holding um, this? I'm just using some good sheet screws because okay. what I'm doing is uh, I'm doing some some butt joints. Okay. A lot of people would think that you should miter that, but you shouldn't no. when it comes to a garden box. Right. There's no reason. There's no reason. It actually pulls it apart when the moisture gets in there. So I'm doing some butt joints there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm doing some corrugated steel uh, oh. uh, on the sides. And uh, and that's that's it's looking it's looking nice. What's the, the ground like in that? Is it decomposed granite, grass? We're gonna dirt? do a little decomposed granite. I like that. I like that look. That look yeah. you're describing. I like that kind of backyard. It's gonna be good. Thank you. It's a yeah. uh, we're gonna we're it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a garden area that leads into a, a small back lawn area, which would be really nice when it's all done. The point that I'm making is that I realize that as I'm building this thing, yeah, it is the size of a coffin. Oh, okay. And uh, and I just had this distinct feeling. And my wife and I joked about it later that as soon as I screwed in the last screw, yeah. that she would just hit me in the back of the head with a shovel and then bury me, bury me under the, yeah. the strawberries that grow there. And she'd be like, I don't know what happened to Scott. We're not sure. These strawberries are huge. They're gigantic. Yeah. Uh, so and yeah, it was just like- the Great little green thing. tops on them, kind of like a beachy, wavy sort of like a green top to these strawberries. Yeah, it had just a playful, just a playful <laughs> yeah. uh, a f- a flavor in yeah. it about them. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. So it's a I've, fun week. It was fun. How about yours? Uh, I didn't do any yard work. You went to Truckee, right? Yeah, we went to went up to Truckee, California. I love Truckee. Don't you love Truckee, California? I do. We were looking, we were looking at some property up in there, and then so we did a big drive looking, looking at stuff. Are you going to move? Is this no. like, are you breaking this on the show right now? No, I've always, I've always dreamt of owning uh, like an Airbnb or a hotel. Like I've looked at buying like a rundown Either or. hotel. Okay, I just want people where people are going to come and hang out and stuff like that. So um, we were up there looking at that, shooting, shooting some skeet and some clay up there. That's and, awesome. And uh, hanging out with the kids. We were going to go for a bike ride and didn't. Oh. Loaded them all up, though. 
Well, you, you carried them there. Yeah, we sure, you just sure, didn't. sure did. Is there a reason why you didn't go? You just yeah. ran out of time? You know, you're with your kids sometimes, and you're just like, hey, you guys ready to go out do that bike ride later? And they're just all like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yeah, I know, but we made the effort to, yeah. I don't think I have the right shoes. It's like, what did, what, what did you think we are going to be doing when we left the house? Uh, I just have rain boots, and I'm wearing my rain boots that don't have bottoms. I just have the tops. <laughs> just galosh. Just galosh. Yeah. Not even galoshes. Yes. Uh, well, unloshes. that's too bad. Yeah, but no, it's fun. Did you say so. unloshes? Unloshes. <laughs> or galoshes without bottoms yeah, on them. great. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Listen to a lot of bobsleds and Bantha's content on Earful Runner and Disney Assemble. What'd you think and, of that? What'd you think of our spots? Oh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Were you a little embarrassed that I got into a fight with a 15-year-old on Disney Assembled? I was wondering how that was going to go. She was, uh, Mimi on Disney Assembled is very well, she's very articulate. Very, and very well-spoken. Yeah, very well-spoken. Yeah. So she, when, I, when I listened back to it, I thought, yeah, she did all right, man. She held her own, there's no yeah. doubt. Hey, uh, what do you say we yodel in that news? I feel like I'm very pro that right You're in now. favor of that? Yeah, I think we should do it. You're on, you're on the right side of history then, my friend. Oh, because we are? After we thank a listener. Oh, fun. Now I'm going to take a few moments to thank uh, a listener who left us a very lovely five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. We always say it really helps the show if you leave a five-star review and a written review. And we're going to say that again. It really does help. Because it does. It really does help. Uh, T Mighty Jake left us a okay. very, very nice review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. The subject line was, a delightful Disneyland experience. Hmm. In an internet inundated with WDW podcasts. Can we please do this in a trailer voice? In internet. You want me to try that again? Yeah. <clears throat> Blow my voice out for the rest of the show. In an internet inundated with WDW podcasts, Scott and Aaron bring a true treat. Discussing Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things Disney owns, which I deeply enjoy as well. Do I have to keep doing this in this voice? <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <clears throat> Their conversations wax nostalgic. My first drop ride was also the Edge at Great Oh, America. yeah, represent. There you go. Without losing sight of current news while maintaining levity and joy, they're fun and relevant. It's easy to see these guys love making this show. Five stars. Thank you for a delightful show. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the review. T-Mighty Jake. The Edge at Great America was less of a ride and more of a, like, if uh, it was, what it was, was a prison escape simulator if the <laughs> if the prison fell off a cliff. So this is exactly what it's going to be like. Are you ready? I, uh, I don't know. Am I? Well, Too late. Lock yourself up in a cage and we're going to push you over the edge. That was a drop tower ride, correct? It was, yeah. Like a loud, metally drop tower. Like a prototype to the Tower of Terror drop tower ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. you sat sat like that. I think it was one row, but just completely unthemed. What if you and Team Mighty Jake rode that together and you did not know it? Um, yeah, cool? I mean, I rode it all. I mean, I rode that a lot. You rode it all the time. Yeah. Hey, do you think all these pennies are going to derail this thing? We're going to slide off this thing and die? That's what happens is a penny gets caught on the track. Skunk. And all of a sudden that thing comes. That's flying off. Totally skablink. Totally skablink. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for the review. Thank you so much. Uh, we would love it if you left us a review. Please do so over in the Apple Podcast app, which you can do right now. Yep. Until that time, let's see a little in that news. It's time for news. Oh.
Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados. Yodel. It's Y-O-D-E-L. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I ring the bell. What? Man, Darren, Rob, and who does the podcast so well. Oh, I do, yeah. <laughs> I get, uh, I yodel. It's never grodel. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we are out of that yodel. Yeah. We are. I just can't let the XFL go, man. It's like uh, Bob Sleds and Booyah! And then like flames shooting yeah. out everywhere. And then all of a sudden cheerleaders just appear out of nowhere. Yep. You're like, wait, there's a full game going on. They're like, yeah, but we're doing cheers in between plays <laughs> yeah. on the field. The wait, cheers what's going are on? part of the plays. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They're just like the football players are carrying the cheerleaders on their backs. All right, we're going to go. Go bananas on two. B. Hey, N A N A S. Exactly. Uh, we're back from we're back from yodeling. That's sure? it. We've we've gotten another seven minutes <laughs> into the podcast. Let's do some news, and can we, we have a lot of it. Oh, so much news! Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the haunted mansion. I'm nervous too. I'm looking at some pictures. Tell me what's happening. Why are you nervous about this? Well, the haunted some... mansion has undergone some uh, not refer, but some improvements, updates, and etc. Uh, the it's the etc. that scares me. What is the etc. that is scares that Nothing. scares you? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What a cetera. A cetera I don't even know if it's E T C or E C T. I just don't know. And it's it, it freaks, E-T-C. Okay, it freaks et me out. Cetera. Right. E T E X on the end with a silent. Uh the Haunted Mansion is coming back and they have reintroduced an original portrait that was uh, drawn by Mark Davis. Yeah. Called April to December. Yeah. And it is a portrait of a woman that ages. Uh, from a beautiful young woman to an old, decrepit woman. Right. That, I believe, was originally in the portrait hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, when you exit the elevator? Correct. Okay. But was taken out in 2005 when they did when they added the hatbox ghost in. They took it out of the hallway at that point. If I understand correctly, they're going to keep the portrait hallway as it is okay. with the lightning flash so that it changes. Yep. And then when you round the corner before you enter your doom buggy... It is in uh, that hallway, uh, that that okay. portion of the queue. Right on. Uh, they've added that in so that it ages appropriately. Uh, and then they also have, they, they've added, I believe it was a cat uh, statuette. That uh, is, um, in the graveyard? Uh, no, actually in the queue. There was a cat that apparently okay. in, inside the house. Apparently there was a story element at one point that there would be a cat that sort of was in the mansion with you that was looking for a soul to steal uh-huh. and its eyes would light up red. It never made it into the it never made it into the show itself. Gotcha. And so now they have put this cat, this uh, Siamese cat uh, statue in there that has a glowing red eye. Uh, just sort of like a wink and a nod to old storytelling. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's that's fun. fun. You that have I... an issue with this? No, not at all. I like all those changes. I didn't know what the changes were, and now I do, and I feel pretty great. You feel about okay all with them. it? Oh yeah, all that stuff's yeah. fantastic. Okay. Oh, uh, maybe the change that you are nervous about Uh-oh. is uh, that there was some discussion about the Hanging Man, yeah, and whether or not the Hanging Man uh, gets removed. There has not been a decision made on that, but it has come up in discussion. What do you think the chance of them removing that is? I don't know, and this might shock some people knowing how, what a... I'm already shocked. I haven't even heard what you said. Right, what a Disneyland purist I am. But I wouldn't, like, I would not, I would not fight that. The, the Hanging Man has always felt a little, like, 
It's like a little too it, macabre and gruesome. It is. It's a yeah. and it's far away, so you can't you can't see the detail of of, of that it was created in. Right. So it just kind of does look like somebody hanging. That idea of hanging in that way is really spooky Very uh, for spooky. kids. So yes. it's, it's not it's not frightening in a fun way. It's it's gruesome and sort of Gru- like a, gruesome's the right word. Yeah. And yeah. so I've I've always felt that even at older ages, I've always felt like it's a little rough. I prefer the the Christmas version when uh, Jack is looking down on you. Uh, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, the I would not fight that if, if, if somebody said we're going to move that and put in uh, this like raven effect where the grass breaks and ravens shoot out of it or something I'd be like I'm, I'm dope I'm fine with that yeah that's a good point uh, I, I think because the rest of the haunted mansion experience is not that is not right. that scary not that level of gruesome yeah the only other part that gets there are the are Raleigh Crump's uh, some of his pictures when you go by the the devil clock you know right. and, the, yep. and the, the the bulging door and all that stuff like that some of those gra- those things are very spooky they're very scary right. uh, images his artwork there is scarier than the rest of the mansion how much do you think kids are actually scared by the hanging man I don't think that they're scared by it. I think that it. I think it puts them in a brain space of like seeing a car accident. Like I don't. Oh yeah. Like, it's sure. a different brain space. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's a. What is? Is that happening? That's not a real guy, is it? Like it's right. swinging like it's a real guy, right. and it's so far away, and they're below it that I think it's. I think it's not scary. I think it's frightening. Like not frightening isn't the right word. I think it's disturbing. Well, for a long time, I didn't even understand what that was, and I'm saying that like as a young adult, mm. like. Uh, or yeah, I, I should say as a teenager, like right. as a teenager, it happens so quickly. Like my eyes weren't focusing yeah. and not really, I don't know. I just wasn't really tracking with it. And it wasn't until you go on it hundreds of times that you're like, oh yeah, I, I, I understand what's right. happening. Uh, but it seemed like it's such a, it seems like it's such a quick effect and then it's gone that yeah, it maybe, is. It, uh, maybe that's the reason why it has stuck around as long as it has Yeah, hung it's... around as long as it has. Wow. Do you like that? I did. I did it on purpose. Um, no decision on that though, so we'll find out the fate of the hanging man. I mean, we already know how it ended for him, not well, but how it ends after it ended. Uh, there's always his way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avengers Campus. The, the, uh, this is the story. Okay, Avengers Campus is coming to Disneyland on June fourth. June fourth, yeah. Uh, and that is exciting. Yeah, covered it on the Mask Teenager segment last episode. You did, yeah, just briefly. Yeah, just briefly, real briefly. Uh, how are you feeling about it? You don't think it's odd at all to to be getting in queue and getting getting all jazzed to ride a Spider Man ride at a, 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 a in DCA or did that just didn't, those feel like they're in perfect harmony right now? I know they will, but right now they don't. Well, you've brought this up before about California Adventure and sort of its anything goes nature. Sure. And so, if I'm going to be riding a Spider Man ride that's built by Disney in a Disney park, it feels more right at California totally. Adventure than anywhere else. All right, then follow-up question. You're in a you're in a, the Elias, you know, gift shop yep. area there and you see a Mickey Mouse dressed in a Spider-Man costume. You're okay with this or not okay with this? No, I'm not okay. Not with okay this. with Mickey as a Spider-Man? No. Do you think it's going to happen? Lay your bets. Uh Mickey as a Jedi, I'm totally okay with. Ha, and yeah. I cannot again, I I don't I think the reason why I'm okay with that is because Star Wars happens in a separate universe and Disney happens in a separate universe. And a Jedi's abstract. You can always all, all of us can be a Jedi. There's nothing wrong with Mickey becoming a Jedi. He's not becoming Qui-Gon Jinn or something. He's just becoming right, he's, a, he's Jedi. a Jedi. Me- yeah, he's, he's just Jedi, Jedi Mickey. Mickey. Right. Yeah. He's not Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's right. just a Jedi. Right. And so but then again you have you know uh Goofy dressed up as Darth Vader, so in that way he, he is, is a specific character. He is a specific character. Uh I think but again, so I think the separation for me is 
we exist in the same universe as Mickey Mouse. Right. Right? And Mickey and I can sit and watch Star Wars together. Together, Because sure. that is a movie. Right. And, uh, but... Mickey and I exist in the same universe as Spider-Man. Right. Which that feels weird to me for some reason. Yeah, so to see you. Mickey dressed up as Spider-Man, it'd be like me dressed up, dressing up as you. Yeah, it'd be like you dressing up as Mickey yeah. with Mickey and he's dressed up as Spider-Man and Spider-Man's also there and you're all... And Spider-Man is dressed up as me. <laughs> and Spider-Man's dressed up as Scott Storm. Yeah. And so it, it, just, just feels it, like it creates it, a weird costume loophole that breaks the space-time continuum. Exactly. You never, you never go that direction. You never, you never do that. All right. You, so that's my, that was my one question about it. Hey, you want to talk about Knott's Berry Farms? Nothing could make me more happy. I'm getting, I'm getting annual passes to this place. I'm getting a season pass to Knott's Berry Farms happening. I think you need to. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because Knott's Berry Farm is taking Disney annual pass holders and they are just putting in their, putting them in their sites and saying, yeah, you are ours. Now they announced that they are reopening on May 6th. Yep. And all 2020 and 2021 season passes purchased through May 5th, 2021 are now available starting at $101 or six easy payments of 1350. Yeah. After an initial it says starting though, so I wonder if that's starting starting at languages for Southern California residents. I will look into it, but yeah, they're you target, should look into it. They're targeting, uh, you know, the pause and re redesign of the uh, Disney annual pass. And they absolutely are. They're and saying trying to capitalize on some of the people that are like, well, we want to have somewhere to go and hang out, kind of on a weekly basis. That could be nuts. I mean, for less than the cost of a daily pass, absolutely to Disneyland, yeah. you can get into Knott's Berry Farm all year long. Yep, that is stationary bananas it is stationary bananas i think we're going to take them up on that if it applies and i will have my first trip to knots and then you get to uh ride the knots berry tales which was designed by rolly crump your friend and mine yeah i think my kids are getting stoked to to get into the the coaster stuff they want to go to six flags vallejo magic mountain knots berry farm will be great go down there we'll report back here good good news topic it is a good news topic i appreciate you bringing it to the show well, thanks. That's what I do. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd have literally nothing to talk about. <laughs> we would just sit here. Just stare at each other. We're yeah. like, I guess we'll talk about the XFL again for yeah. another 90 minutes. Do you think we can do another 90 minutes? 100%. Yeah. Easy. Let's talk about Disneyland. Let's go back to Disneyland. Okay. They announced a new... Ch- they, they announced a change to their costuming yeah. uh, r- rules and regulations, yep. which they call the Disney look. If you are not aware of that, there is the Disney look, which establishes... Uh, the length of hair that yeah. uh, people can just have. Just look at Scott's Instagram. Just look at my Instagram. <laughs> I mean, I exist. That's the Disney look. I am the Disney look. Right. And so they, but they they rehab them. So now I would say I am one of many different Disney looks that are available. Of course, yeah. Uh, if I'm being really honest with you, Aaron. Yeah, tell me. This news story is like a social and political like minefield to navigate. To talk about it. And, uh, to talk about and it. And to have good, good healthy discussion that swings all over the place. Yeah. That's right. And I of think, course. and again, for, for our show, we try to not lean too heavily into politics unless it is about how awful Gavin Newsom is and his right. stranglehold on Disney parks itself. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't want to get into this, but I, I do want to pull a couple of things out for discussion. Yeah. Uh, the, the main two ones is that Disneyland is now allowing, or Disney is allowing as their, as part of their look, um, visible tattoos yeah. uh, on their cast members. Appropriate visible tattoos. Appropriate visible tattoos that are no long, no larger than a hand uh, and that are not located on the neck or face. Okay. Uh, but but you will be allowed to have your visible tattoo uh, as a cast member. 
and also apparently no real restriction on length of hair, which again traditionally male or look male or female, male or, or, female. Or, or or some other. Yeah. So for for males, it was a very very close cropped haircut. Yeah, you couldn't have long hair. Uh, and females had their own rules about how to wear their hair. Apparently, both of those things have been taken out. So now uh, cast members can hair, wear their hair as long or as short as they want. And colored, too? Like uh, is- there are, I think it has to be natural tones is what they okay. say. So you can't have wild colored tones, but you can, gotcha. you can dye your hair whatever color you want. The tattoos is really the thing that I'm mo- most interested in getting your take on. Yeah, and I think, I think there's two different approaches you can take from it. You can look at it from what does our society say about tattoos, and therefore what would a parent uh, in Walt's day and age see a, you know, a, a ride worker that has a bunch of tattoos and yeah. they make some assumption about that. Like they're a carny. Yeah, like they're a carny or something right. like that. So that's category yeah. one of yeah. thought. Uh, category two of thought is on what does that say about the role that cast member is playing in terms of the story of the ride uh, that they're working on or something like that. Right. So in category one, uh, do I think that seeing a tattoo on somebody working a ride elicits a carny vibe? This is a clutch your pearls moment for you. Right. And for yeah. me, uh, I think there's still a little bit of that there, but it's certainly not like it was 10 or 15, 20 years ago. Like that's, that's not really the concern to me. I don't think like, Oh, that, that, that I don't, was this ride put together? Well, like that's right. not, that's not yeah. what's going through my head yeah. really. And so I'm kind of fine with that. I think the other part of it is it is a little off theme uh, to be getting on, let's say, like Snow White Scary Adventure or Peter Pan's, which it's taking place at at night, on the, you know, right on the outside of a bedroom. It's a very sort of sweet, uh, you know, sort of thing. And then if 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 you know the person that's loading on there, whatever, has you know deck tattoos and full yeah, sleeves, right. it would just be like what character is this in this story? Are yeah, you one the, of the pirates? The, the huntsman, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. woodsman or whatever it is. Yeah. So I don't know. And so I feel like that, like that way for me, it's just more concerning. Like, so if the jungle cruise scrippers, for example, had right. sleeves and it was of, you know, crocodiles. And so I think that's funny. That's great. That's cool. Oh, uh, you do. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if a jungle oh. cruise, it would make sense for that person to have, uh, a tattoo. In fact, I think it should be really badly done with like bobby pins and things like that. Um, I'm joking about that part. No, I'm, I'm, I'm reacting to your, you think that that would be okay. Um, I don't think it would be out of theme. Out of theme. Okay. I don't think it would be out of theme for a skipper to have a, too, a tattoo. I think it's very unlikely that a Jungle Cruise skipper doesn't have a tattoo. I think that's a hmm. Disneyland thing um, because it presents a certain image. And yeah, I guess not, you, I, yeah, I see that. I'm I not sure that. that that image is really accurate anymore. And then I guess thir- third, my third thought is it seems weird to say we want to be expansive and culturally inclusive and do all this stuff like that, but we still have some guidelines and you can't put it on your neck or your face. It's like... It's weird. Right. It's weird to remove a boundary only to set another sort of arbitrary boundary. Yeah, and, 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 and so, I, anyways, I think that there's this implicit statement there, uh, which is that these things wreck the show or have the potential of wrecking the show of Disneyland. Yeah, and uh, and they recognize that because if somebody has a face tat, then and they don't want that face tat on you know that cast member having a face tat or having a cast member that has that because it. It creates something. It create elicits some sort of response in people. Sure. It's in, and and uh, and so there is this unspoken acknowledgement that there is a line that Disney won't cross. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that, to me, it has to do with the show, the show of Disney. Yeah, exactly. And which is the reason why I have a a problem with this new tattoo rule to begin mm-hmm. with. Because Disney has historically been this very clean cut 
look about them, which is the reason why it's called the Disney look. Yeah, and consistent. There's a consistency, consistency. And, a, and and to the look. And so that is that is a big thing when everybody doesn't not looks the same way, but when no. everybody's attire is at the same standard, it instills a confidence right. uh, in in whatever the the attraction or activity is. And for me, Disneyland, even though Disneyland is a theme park, it is a theme park and there are Areas of the park that are specifically designed to represent certain eras of time. Right. And so the idea of going down Main Street and, you know, being served by a cast member or helped by a cast member who is, uh, you know, displaying a tattoo that is would be anachronistic. It wouldn't fit within the time period of Main Street USA. Yeah. Or for that matter, Jungle Cruise is another one that I think of. Like Jungle it's Cruise Sylvester Skipper. the Sylvester the Cat and Tweety Bird. You're right. like, I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. we, we have a problem with that for a lot of different yeah, reasons. Yeah, a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Like it doesn't fit in the time period. Yeah. It's also not uh, <laughs> our brand. Right. Right. So I, I just feel like it, it has the potential to create more problems than the solution of being inclusive and equitable and all those things that Disney is aiming to be yes. in something like this. And honestly, my personal opinion, and it's only my personal opinion. Yeah. I feel like when you start taking those types of steps where you are compromising the integrity of the show uh, at the altar of these other ideals, whether those ideals are good or bad, it doesn't matter. Right. But when you are compromising the integrity of the show for these other things, you are watering down the Disney experience. And as I said to you off of the mic, basically you're just at some point you're just turning Disneyland into Magic Mountain yeah. uh, and Six Flags. And there's a reason why there is a Disney difference uh, compared to Six Flags and Disneyland. Yeah, and sometime later, maybe we'll have a discussion on whether or not that difference is healthy and important and good for a culture, because that's certainly a, a conversation that's delicate to have and probably well, it's not. very for, nerve-wracking. It's I, very, I yeah. feel a little nervous even talking yeah. about tattoos right now. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And so I, I can just say this, like, I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not prepared to comment on my feelings on tattoos and all that stuff like that. But I can tell you, you know, something as simple as growing up in, in Disney and Disneyland. When I went to went back to Universal Studios, I went on the Simpsons ride and the Simpsons outfit is, I think it's a, I think a very like Waldo-esque shirt. It's like okay. a red and white shirt, like mm-hmm. t-shirt, like a carnival worker. Cause that's kind of the, the vibe the, there, that right? vibe there. Yeah. And then I think it's blue jeans or some kind of pants. Uh, and then I noticed that all the cast members had different different brands of shoes on like Brooks and Nikes and, and Pumas or whatever. Yeah. And there was just that difference uh, on that. I don't know if that was just that. That day. took you out? That took me out that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this isn't, this ride's not going to be as good. The story's not going to mm-hmm. be as strong. I don't feel like as into it. I feel like this person just showed up from their house and got their cars, you know, just these are the shoes they put on. Like they don't really work at, at this Simpsons land thing. They, they you know, so yeah. I don't know, just that small difference. So then you take that and you, and you, you add, uh, you know, tattoos and things on top of that. Yeah. And uh, I'm concerned about the story part of it. The, that's the what I mean by the integrity. That's what yeah. I mean by the integrity. Totally. The integrity of the story at that yeah. point. Yeah. So it's concerning and it feels very, and I don't want to commit a slippery slope thing, but it feels very slippery slope. Like I don't really know how you're going to, what is the rule book on which tattoos are allowed and where and what size and how, whose hand and how big. Right. And then like. And wh- can you have multiples of them? Like, is it just one tattoo on your arm that's fine, or is it multiple tattoos that are no larger than hand? Again, like, what is the 
what's the standard? What's the yeah. yardstick by which we're measuring? Totally. And, and whether or not it's right or wrong, whether or not it's healthy or not, whether or not it moves us forward as a culture or not, it is for a time going to feel very weird to eat at the plaza and be served by somebody if they have sleeves, you know, like they, right. they, they, their arms are covered in sleeves. That's just going to feel a little bit odd. Is it cool? Maybe. Is it okay? Maybe. I don't have any idea. I just know that that's been not Disney's culture for so long. It'll feel weird. Follow up, or my last question on this is what would their stance be on you having a Mickey Mouse tattoo? It's It would seem like that would be so off-brand, but then it's like... I, one would think. I, I I have no idea. You're telling me I can't I, work here because I have your iconic image tattooed oh, on me? You're, say, you're saying what would their stance be if you had a visible Mickey Mouse tattoo yeah, and, like, without yeah. this rule in place? Uh, no, with this rule in place, that's like you're allowed to have tattoos on your arms, yeah. and, you, and I have a not well-done Mickey Mouse on my arm. Right. Do you want that in your theme park? Yeah. It's just a, such a weird thing it's that gets very, created. It's a very weird thing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. This is, but it good, did. Good news item. Great news item. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Are we taking a quick break? Are we done with no, news? No, we're not. We have one more news item to talk about. This is the one that I am very excited to talk about. Disneyland. Yeah. We'll make it quick. Okay. Let's make it quick. At the end, Josh tomorrow did a uh, presentation where he was announcing that uh, Avengers Campus was going to open. It was a closed presentation. It was not on video. It was an invite-only right. presentation. At the end of the presentation, he pulls out a lightsaber, ignites it, and the thing the thing, uh, not retracts. It extends. Yeah, extends extend from the hilt up. From the hilt up. Like a real lightsaber Glows should. like a real lightsaber. Swings the thing around and goes, yep, this is real. Thank you, everybody. And then is done. That's awesome. Disneyland also, is, is... It's trivial. It's trivial? To make a real lightsaber. It's nothing. People have been doing it for years. Have you not been? I mean, I know there's YouTube. There's YouTubers that have taken an on like how close can you get to building a real functioning lightsaber and stuff like that. But have you thought about that since you started watching as a kid? Like how would I? How would I really? I used to think about this all the time. I, there's no way. There's you have to get a kyber crystal and you have to tune it. And I mean, it's a plasma blade. I mean, that, Scott Storm that exists outside that world. Did you ever think about that growing up? Like how would like I? How actually, would I actually do it? No, the idea is mind blowing to me. Yeah, like I thought about I guess, that well, I, so I much. I guess I did. I guess I thought like oh well you would have to have some sort of reflector or some sort of yeah. rod on it that you could channel a lightning bolt from one end to the other. Like, yeah, I did think about yep, this. Yeah, I had that, that that reflector thought. I remember thinking that when I was like, I don't know, 12 a laser, or 13. A really high-powered laser that yeah. would reflect. I thought about uh, and did a little research on like, uh, I wanted to figure out some way to accelerate particles and as I accelerated them, they got heavier so that they collapsed on themselves at the tip of the sphere and like, yep. the gray, like the, the, the started pulling them back or something. Like, I tried to crack this when I was 13, 14, <laughs> forever and I was just like, it can't be that hard because I've seen just it already. Crazy I've already seen somebody do it. Like, I saw Ben Kinn Nobody do it. I saw Darth Vader, so it can't be that hard. They're just handing them out. They're like, (laughs) just everybody has one. Everyone's got one in a chest. It turns right on. It just always works. This can't be that hard. It turns out it's hard. Disney is apparently creating this. That's awesome. They are going to end up selling these things. $500. I I was going to say, yeah, uh, yeah, $500. Uh, They extend and retract. It's so funny that the lightsaber is now on the iPhone refresh cycle. It's like, which version do you have? Oh, you have the one from when Galaxy's Edge Oh, you got the guy where you have to plug in a blade? (laughs) That's so lame. That's pretty lame. Yeah. I remember when those came out. I mean, whatever. It changed the lightsaber game, but now now we can actually cut stuff. Look, I can carry mine on my belt, and I can uh, extend and retract it whenever I want. It lights up. Makes a lot of sounds. They're just going to refresh these. They've got this lightsaber tech figured out for the next 10 years they're going to refresh it and you're going to have to keep buying a new lightsaber now you have not owned a lightsaber until you were
were given one as yeah. a gift. Yeah. Uh, does this interest you in any way? Because my mind is exploding like I shoved it full of pop rocks and soda pop. Um, no, I mean not. I mean not really. Like I, it, not really. I my think it's. Gosh. I think it's awesome, and I think the novelty for me of extending it and and all that stuff is going to zoom is awesome. Zoom, zoom, just hours of me zoom, zoom. Yeah. I, I get more satisfaction from doing, and I used to do this. I used from doing it in After Effects, like actually creating you know the visual effects for the lightsabers. Oh. I've turned everything in my house into a lightsaber. I like that. It's fun. That's how it was done in the movies. At, not with After Effects. As a but. kid, did you not play with a tape measure that was extended that then you just retag? That will cut your finger right off. I know, but it, it was worth the risk every was, time. Yeah, maybe. Every time. Oh, Yellow Blade, right on. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, oh, so when you're a Jedi get. Guardian. That's pretty yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, from Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Mine was from uh, Black and Decker. Right. Yeah. The the Jedi Temple of Black and Decker. I'm so glad they do it. I, I would I would probably not make that purchase for myself. Oh boy. Well, I'll we're make, on different I'll, I'll make two of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> one on. for you and one for me. But I get to keep both of them. Yeah. No, that's fine. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna do. It's um, bobsleds and barbecue. It's bobsleds and beignets. It's bobsleds and it's food. Keep going. That's all I got. You only had two of them. Yeah. Bobsleds and brisket. There you go. Now we got bobsleds and baked beans. No, no. Now you gotta. We have even number. Keep going. <laughs> bobsleds and Brussels sprouts. That's five. We're good. It's bobsleds and Brussels sprouts. Get- bobsleds and baby back ribs. <laughs> baby back ribs. I want my bobsleds and baby back ribs. Bobsleds. Tell you what, I want and baby back ribs. I want some darn cookies. That's yes. what I want. Are we gonna take a break and get cookies? Or are we gonna like? Uh, are we gonna do what you like to call a magic cookie? A magic cookie. <laughs> just I'm, imagine how delicious the cookie is. Just do mind play cookie. Are we getting actual cookies? I'm going to go get us actual cookies. Okay. Yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Oh, what time is it? It's got storm. Oh, yes, it's cookie time. Are there any words to the song? No, there isn't. That's okay. We like the ones you came up with. Thank you for the cookie. <laughs> Uh, I just had two cookies, and I feel pretty good about that. I had two, and French fries. You had like, uh, I would well, say, I wasn't two gonna, fistful of French fries. I wasn't going to reveal that part on the podcast, but we just had dinner together. It was delicious. Yeah. It was lovely. You went and picked up dinner, brought it back to the house. I was like, hey, honey. <laughs> we had got, French fries and cookies. French fries and cookies. <laughs> it uh, is the worst and so unnutritious. But delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Pretty fun. What was the cookie? I had a sugar cookie? Yeah, a sugar cookie and a, a peanut, butter. peanut butter cookie. That peanut butter cookie... Uh, it was like like super moist. Yeah, and I think that was oil. Super oily. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know what they put in these cookies. They like fall apart in your hands as soon as you take them. Yeah, take them out. I don't know what that is. I feel like they're it's delicious, tasty. but yeah, I feel like I feel like. How I, many of those things you could eat in one sitting? Just the two. That's it. Yeah, I go six easy. Really? Yeah, easy. Is this, do you like this kind of cookie? I mean, they they yeah, taste I good. Do the the chocolate chip ones are really good. They're somewhere in between uh, done and not quite done. Right? Yeah, they're like exactly. they're like blurring the line. Yeah, in there. almost done. They're yeah, they're almost, almost done. done. It's fine to eat, but they're almost done. I think the fact that they are almost done, that like for some reason that. Uh, it gives greater density to them. It does, yeah. So it does feel heavier when you're eating them. I agree. Yeah, yeah. it gives you a little doughy kind of feel to it. I feel a little doughy. That was cu- <laughs> that was cookie time. You want to talk about food? Yeah. Oh, right on. Hey, uh, so... Perfect segue. I did the us again. I don't want to do that again. Yeah. 
the wonderful world of us. Get ready for the funnest segment on bobsleds and barbecues. Are we calling it the top to bottom, or are we just calling it the best and worst? Let's go with best and worst. Best and worst. So we're talking... Top to bottom says like we're redecorating a bunk bed, and I just I can't get Top to bottom. Best dining experiences. The best dining experiences. In Disneyland. The three best, and and then the three worst dining experiences. Uh, This is... Delightful. We I'm should go so from excited. three to one on the way up and then three to one on the way down because what goes okay. up must come back and down. Oh, you've ranked them. Oh, yeah, I've ranked them. Okay, awesome. Have you, have you ranked them? Uh, no, mine are in oh, mine are in best best for lunch, best for breakfast, best for dinner, best for snack. Oh. So I have a, I have a number one in the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack category, and I have a worst in the breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snack category. That is different than the way I arranged it. I think it'll I, still work. I arranged mine as just the best dining experiences that you could get within the park. Awesome. And as I just said, the worst dining experiences yeah, right being on. in the park. Well, I think it'll work because I'll just you'll just do your third and then I'll maybe do my breakfast or something like that. It'll be great. That sounds great. And we're talking about experiences, not just what's the best meal. Right. Not just what's the cheapest meal, but when you take into account all the magic could that could possibly yes. happen, what is the best dining experience according to us? And I will say on my list, I'm assuming your list as well, there is no Club 33. No, correct. These are, no these are attainable experiences anybody could have at the park. I think you may be surprised by some of mine. I am looking forward to finding out. And I think our listeners may be surprised by both of ours because... Like, mine are not highbrow experiences. Mm, yeah, I would say mine kind of the same. All right. And I got some stuff that I would order there and how much that costs. So we're just going to have a fun old time talking about food at Disneyland. Oh, I love food at Disneyland. Me too. My <laughs> top, my number three. Number three in, in the, the top in three the best. best dining experiences. Give it to me. Uh, it was a, it, It's a, a, a decision between refreshment corner, mm-hmm. hot dog, chips, and patio seating mm-hmm. in the evening, preferably when the fireworks are about to start. Okay. Versus the Cozy Cone in oh, Disney California wow. Adventure yeah. at night with a Red's Apple Freeze and a Chili Cone Queso. I love that patio seating right outside of Refreshment Corner. Yeah. And I love the fact that I can just get a dog. I can get a dog and chips. Yeah. It's just a simple meal. Cozy Cone, it's all about the view for me. Yeah. I love being in Cars Land. I love being at the Cozy Cone. I love all the neon that you're seeing at night. I don't think it's the same experience during the day than it is at night. I think the Cozy 100%. Cone is categorically better in the evening. The Chili Cone Queso, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of. And the Red's Apple Freeze, I don't know if you are aware of this, but the Red's Apple Freeze has an analog over in Walt Disney World, and that is the LaFou's Brew that you can get over at Gaston's Tavern. So it's sort of like a special, it's a very special thing yeah. you can only get in Disneyland uh, at, uh, at the Cozy Cone. So that's my number three. If I had to pick one. Hold on until you pick one between the two because that, that this lines up with my snack things. I'm going to add two more to it. Okay. So this is for me a snack category. And on my top snack, the top snack experiences you could have uh, would be the Gibson Girl, which oh, I, yeah. I, will, I, will, I will dismiss, but uh, it's out there. On the way in and on the way out. Yeah. Yep. That's you could right. hit it twice, but yep. I dismissed it. Didn't it didn't make my list. But oh, it was you on didn't there. put it on there. No, it, it was just it was a contender for best snack experience, okay. but okay. Didn't, didn't end up getting it. Uh, and then I then I had to go between these two new ones, Olga's Cantina mm-hmm. and the Refreshment o- Oga. Corner. Did you say Olga or Olga? Olga's Cantina. Olga, okay. Olga's is in the Frozen Experience, and you can That's get right. a Dilly Bar. <laughs> That's it's, right. It's fantastic. Yeah, or it's the Greek place, uh, Greek place exactly. uh, out on Harbor. Olga's Cantina. I mean, it's it's a very good looking Tatooine. Uh, style bar, yeah, uh, with you know meat trays and drinks and little little finger food things in there. So it's a snacky Apps thing. And taps. So that's that's uh, so that was on there. So I had to just you had to choose between the cozy cone and refreshment corner, and I had to choose between 
Oga's Cantina. Yeah. And the refreshment corner. Oh, you had refreshment corner on there as well? Yes. Mm, wow. I feel like refreshment corner may be it then. For me, it, it is the one that won the best snack category. Uh, although one of the greatest sort of snack meals I had was at uh, the Cozy Cone. Yeah. Uh, so it has like super special significance, but it's it's tied to something very dark and horrible. And so I like I like to just take that memory and use it as like, oh, that was one of the times that Disney helped heal a hurt, and I never oh. want to think about that again. So we're not going to bring awesome. it up here. Nope. Yeah. It was. Okay. It was. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was Disney doing what Disney does. Uh, and so I always look at that place and have like a, a space for it, but we don't tend to eat that anymore because it was kind of like uh, that that's place. A, that's like that place did the magic that represents something. Yeah, that magic meant something, and I don't need to eat there ever again. Yeah, the uh, refreshment corner and cozy cone—they are really close for me because they're just both of them are happy places. Yeah, uh, that I've been with my family. You can see fireworks from uh, the cozy cone in Disneyland when Disneyland does its fireworks. Oh, you can? I think you can see oh, them. From I haven't in seen there. that. I haven't seen that. I oh, gosh, I don't. I think Cozy Cone gets it for me wow. just just because okay. because of the unique food. I think it's the food and the setting that takes it over the top for me, as opposed to Refreshment Center, which is just a hot dog and chips, which is really great. Again, they have other stuff there, but yes. Yeah, no, but you're going to go there. You're going to get the hot they dog They have pretzel. Chips. You know what they serve you there? Could, you could get chili there if you want to. But you could. Yeah. I think you can also get mac and cheese served in a bread bowl. Uh, you can get mac and cheese served on a hot dog, my friend. Why? Why? But do you think mac and cheese goes in a bread bowl? I've never thought of doing that before. I don't know. No, that's that, way too many carbs. Isn't that way too many carbs? Way too many carbs. Yeah. I'll tell you why you're wrong. Maybe oh, this is something. Right. I think that there, uh, there is only that experience of sitting at refreshment corner with the tiered seating, where there's there's seating on the ground, and then there's a raised section as yep. you go back towards the old annual passport center. Yep. And then there's a piano guy that plays I there. I know. Yes. And there's nothing like watching your kids or somebody else's kids interact with the person playing the piano there. They don't take tips. Nope. They just play. It's they wonderful. just entertain. Uh, it's just an amazing spot that that can't be recreated. Let, and so yeah. But I I. You have not said anything that is incorrect. Right. I have uh, additional baggage or perspective that I'm bringing into it, which Uh elevates Cozy Cone above Refreshment Corner. And that is because, as I said, there's Casey's Corner in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Casey's Corner is themed after Casey at the Bat. And so you can get the exact same things. However, in addition to the piano player, they also have bleacher seats inside of Casey Corners that Uh you can sit on and have your hot dog and your refreshments. Oh, that's fun. As well as sitting outside. So, Are you saying the Disney one's not quite as good? The Disneyland one is historic and magical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I would say they almost cancel each other out in some ways. Yeah. And so as a result, the more unique experience you can get is at the Cozy Cone. And the more traditional experience you can get is at Refreshment Corner, so it wins. When Cozy Cone doesn't win, right. <laughs> gotcha. This we'll call this one a draw. Okay, I, listen, I, I can't. It's like I can't argue with that emphatically because Refreshment Corner is a wonderful spot. It's, yeah. it's I, I guess I would look at it this way: it's the best place when you're in Disneyland in the third spot, and yep. it's the be- and Cozy Cone's the best place in DCA when when you're looking for the third spot. Right on. You want me to tackle breakfast, or you want to go on to your number two? Uh, why don't you start with breakfast? All I'd right, like let's talk this. about breakfast. Uh, so the best, the, the best. Here's some things that were up for competition in breakfast. There's uh, okay. who's got time for breakfast. Uh, everybody, everybody should make time for breakfast. Fantastic. It's the most important, more important meal of the day. Waffles at the Waffle Bar at the Candy Cane Hotel. Oh, well. Or any hotel that offers their do-it-yourself do it waffle maker. That's that, that. Uh, and then there's a fruit stand uh, off of uh, Center Street, no, down no, Main Street. No, th- th- you can't. 
Oh, off of Center Street and Main Street. Yeah. 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 I, thought you, I thought you were going outside the park. No, no. There's a fruit stand on Center Street, halfway down Main Street. On the right, there's a fruit stand sometimes we'll get fruit from. Yeah. Uh, so we're not big breakfast eaters. I have no uh, no tolerance for breakfast, as you know. I know. I don't understand this. And so uh, you'll hear my worst breakfast experience later. Um, so of those, uh, you get to pick because I don't care. Is it better to not <laughs> eat breakfast? waffles at your hotel or fruit uh, like a fruit cup on main street as you're walking in. listen i think buying breakfast in the park is uh is a crime in terms of cost i think it's a cost sink that you don't need to make i think you're you're going into the park fresh you should have or have already eaten breakfast before what about you a come character to the park. breakfast have you done those oh yeah i mean character but yeah if you're gonna do like a goofy's kitchen or something like that make uh, goofy's kitchen it's you called do. goofy's kitchen right uh it has been yeah. at, at the hotel complex yeah, the hotel. Here. yeah uh yeah a character character breakfast is a completely different thing like that yeah. is an event that you are going to you're staying in the hotel or whatever and you're going to go do three thousand calories before you exactly foot. if you are in the park you should have already eaten breakfast yeah. whether it's at a character Get breakfast your stuff together or if you are going to eat breakfast in the park it should only be for a character breakfast uh, but yeah, get, get like, I, I stay at the Spring Hill Suites okay. and, uh, man, free breakfast, waffle bar, delicious. Yeah. Lo- load it, load up and then hit the parks. Yeah. Absolutely. I, we always, you know, like me or like, we'll go down and I'll go down to the, the breakfast, the continental breakfast with the, and I just get like, well, there's donuts there and there's cereal and I'm just like, I better get all, I better bring all this up I gotta to the room. I got to eat all this bacon. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta eat all these scrambled eggs. Also, I'll end up bringing just a, like a bunch of food up to the room yeah. and they'll be like, we're not right. really hungry. And I'm like, neither am I. Why do we have all this stuff? Somebody's got to eat this. Now the room smells like ham and it's gonna smell like ham when we get back that's right not a big breakfast guy so you're gonna pick uh, uh I'm, I'm gonna pick uh, outside i'm gonna pick uh, the candy uh the, candy cane. The waffle experience waffle at, experience at your cane. hotel of choice which i realize uh, betrays the whole conceit of this exercise which is the best in park meal it's okay breakfast isn't a real meal anyways it is a real meal it's you're number two my number two is another uh i I'm, I'm trying to decide between trying to decide between a dole whip float midday in the tiki room. Wow. Right? The magic, the magic time. You get your Dole Whip float, doors open, mm-hmm. it's hot out, so you get to enjoy a little cool coolness for 10 minutes yeah. while you enjoy your Dole Whip float and watching some birds sing. Uh, that was that versus the lobster mac and cheese at the Harbor Gallery uh, on Riverside. Early evening on the waterfront, watching Mark Twain go by, watching Big Thunder in the distance. Which restaurant has the lobster mac and cheese? The Har- the Harbor Galley. Uh, Fowler's, so it's Fowler's Harbor is where it is. Oh my gosh, that's so fascinating. Yeah, it's, it is it is it is at uh it is at Fowler's Landing there where they yeah. park the sailing ship Columbia if you're walking towards Splash Mountain. And it, instead uh, of taking the road. high road, you take the low road to get to go through the harbor. Yeah. Uh to get to Splash Mountain, but there is a I think I've eaten here once in my entire there. life. You can get lobster mac and cheese there. Like the, this is huge. The this offerings is huge for are me. fantastic and then you can sit right there on the on Riverside. Yeah. Rel- relatively quiet. Yeah, you enjoyable. just always forget about it. Yeah, I think it has a little bit of seating back there, even or used to. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's such a good pull. So it's that's so unknown. Yeah. So do you remember when uh, McDonald's French fries became this huge sponsorship for Disneyland? Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. And they had it. Um, I thought they, they had a su- fry cart. Yeah, they had a fry cart over by Thunder Mountain, right. like a like a chuck wagon. Yeah, it was, that was a chuck wagon that sold fries. French, <laughs> sold French fries. Yeah. And then I thought that Harbor's Galley was the other location. Oh, that maybe you could it was. Get, you could get the map, but I don't remember. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat this lap mac and cheese. I'm jazzed. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go. Listen, the Dole Whip is obviously a much beloved snack. We're talking about experience, not just the food itself, That's but the true. whole experience. I think the experience. I honestly think the experience at. The Harbor Galley is just one of those, it's an unknown, it's not, 
It's not cliched at this point. It overlooks Tom Sawyer. Like it's got overlooks, history. It's yeah. got history to it. And it's quiet. It's a, you can find a relatively quiet spot of Disneyland and try some unique food. So I think yeah. that's, I think that's my second, second best wow. experience. That's surprising. I'm going to do lunch real quick. And our options for lunch are the Hungry Bear Restaurant in Critter Country, Top Deck, as the Mark Twain goes by. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, something we have done dozens and dozen times. Or to the Tomorrowland Terrace, a.k.a. the Galactic Grill, as uh, as the Jedi Academy is playing. Uh, yeah, I know. I am shocked by what you're saying. This right is now. lunch, and these are, the, these are the two most magical lunch experiences that you can have. Is uh, Oh, and you want to sit. Here's where you want to sit. When you're at Galactic Grill, you're going to sit while you're freaking out. Top of the ramp. My behind, head is hurting right now. Behind the sound guy. So you're going to eat lunch. You're going to watch the sound guy do the sound effects because he makes all the sound effects with this little button sure. controller uh-huh. he has. And you're going to watch Jedi Academy. Uh, and then, but you're uh, eating at Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, man. Let me tell you what I'm going to have at Tomorrowland Terrace. I'm going to have uh, steel... Star Wars stainless steel tumbler uh, and choice of fountain beverage. That's going to cost me $24 for my drink. <laughs> yep. uh, I'm going to have... Is, a, uh, you know that they've renamed the Galactic Grill. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and then I'm going to have an Angus beef patty uh, cheeseburger for 12 bucks. Yep. And then for dessert, I'm getting a Galactic Parfait uh, for 6 bucks. It's a $43 lunch for me. Um, and the Hungry Bear. Hungry Bear, top deck. Mark Twain comes by. There's kids on it. They're waving at you. You're yeah. waving at them. You get to watch uh, Tom Sawyer and, and engage in that way. They, they might just be starting to set up for Fantasmic, so they're coming and getting that little boat, boat that they store there. And with, with Galaxy's Edge, now you're Star Wars adjacent in both and locations. And Star Wars adjacent. Uh, yeah, or or Tomorrowland Terrace while Jedi Academy's going. Your kids may be up there, but you don't want to like watch them. You're eating, and you're really involved <laughs> yeah, in the production. Yeah, why would you want to watch them enjoy them? Because you're there every weekend. We have done both of these equal amounts of times. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Hungry Bear. And here's what I'm going to order. This is going to surprise you. This better, Hungry Bear cannot be your worst restaurant. It's got great bathrooms below it. I'm not telling you what my worst restaurant is. You'll you'll know when I find out. Okay. I mean, when I find out. You'll know when you find out. I wouldn't ever I've get this. I've already found out. I and, made the list. And uh, <laughs> I never have ordered this. Uh, they used to have this fried green tomato sandwich at the Hungry Bear. Would you restaurant. order that? Oh, I did all the time. It was delicious. Oh, I, don't, I would never eat something like that. That was really good. Now they got the crispy fish sandwich that I would never order, but I'm thinking about it. You should order. Why wouldn't you order it? I don't know. It reminds me of that office episode where Ryan's like, how many filet of fishes did you eat? <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that. So I don't know. Uh, but it's a it's a crispy fish sandwich with sweet and spicy slaw and lemon citrus mayonnaise served with french fries. Sounds delicious. I'm it does get sound that, delicious. I'm going to get that when I, I go there. I get that over a fried green tomato sandwich Oh, the fried green day. tomato sandwich was, was superior. Yeah, but I hate tomatoes. If you're thinking about having lunch in the park, uh, check out the Hungry Bear, my number one pick for lunch. I think Hungry Bear is a great pick. Uh, it's Obviously, it's probably more traffic now than it ever has been because of, now yeah. it's part of the Galaxy's Edge loop. Yeah. Before, it was just sort of like a terminal space. Like Which you was went, dope because it was kind of protected. Right, and, and quiet. The, yeah, and, and the, the bathrooms the, were super accessible. Yeah, and the patio seating was like as far north you could get into the, as you couldn't yeah, get into for the sure. park. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you were just you're on the eye level with the Mark Twain, and so yeah, it was kind of great. It's kind of fun. Didn't you? Don't, don't you have a game with the girls that you say go get your waves? Yeah, yep. That started kind of in that area that because the train goes uh, over poo on a on a like trestle bridge right there. Winnie so, the Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Sure. I mean, it probably goes over both. There is a bathroom there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and so yeah, you got to get your you got to get your wave from the people on the on the train and yeah. on the Twain and on the Columbia and on the island. It's a hard place to get That's waves. That's a lot of waves. Yeah. Well, it seems like it'd be a very easy place to get waves. Yeah. but if you're going for the wave well, you gotta stay trick. focused you gotta yeah, yeah yeah if you're going for the hat trick yeah. for sure uh my top dining experience in park dining experience is between wow 
the blue bayou okay dinner at 6 30 p.m if you can swing it by the water mm-hmm. i mean and only for two people i'm not bringing my family to the blue bayou oh, not even your wife you're just this is just you and somebody else no it's me and my wife okay you just said you're not bringing your family so i was just wouldn't... i mean i'm not bringing like i'm not bringing the whole storm clan look i like to play treat a cast member i go the whole day i pick the one i like I the go, most you we, you're coming with we me go to blue bayou, bayou. 6 30 uh no it's me and my wife at the blue bayou at 6 30 prime time to eat by the water I mean, and, and then you're just lingering there. So yeah. this is a fantasy because this is never going to happen right. for me. One, because I have, I will have three children with me at all times. Yes. Uh, and two, I will probably never get a 630 dining reservation at the Blue Bayou. You should make it now. I should. I should for 2023. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is Cafe Orleans mm-hmm. uh, evening on the steps or on the Cafe Orleans patio. Uh, before I sit down, though, I make sure I go to the mint julep bar and get a non-alcoholic mint julep. And then I'm sitting at the Cafe Orleans uh, with a mint julep, maybe a Monte Cristo. Yeah. And uh, and I got view of the Haunted Mansion. And preferably, you know, you do this in the early evening. The jazz band is coming out or they're doing the float, uh, yeah. you know, the float along. And you're just listening to jazz music. You got your mint julep. You got your view of Haunted Mansion. Uh, it's dusk. So you got, you know, the the view of... Big Thunder Mountain in the in the mm-hmm, background, mm-hmm. and that feels pretty magical to me. Right on. Uh, between Agreed. those two, I mean, between those two, my desire is Blue Bayou. Of course, yeah, and I, it didn't make my list for anything just because of its accessibility and right. it, it is like a once it is a only can do that there type of dining experience. And when you're in there, you never want to leave. It's just it's just a very specific and very hard to get. I think so. Uh, between my two, which one are you picking for me? Uh, I would probably pick the steps because it's really close to my number one. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. I, and uh, plus it feels like a, it feels like, you know, you talked about on a previous episode where there are those moments that you have at Disneyland where everything feels perfect, right? right? The lighting is right. Something you catch, you just, you just have that feeling where like all is right with the world and yeah. this is where I'm supposed to be. Yep. And that setting being between mansion and Frontierland and mm-hmm. Tom Sawyer in front of you and the music, all of that just creates this feeling of like, yes, this is exactly where I'm supposed 100%, to be. Hundred percent. Yeah, so that's why my that's my top my top dining experience. My spot. top two for dinner would be the Plaza Inn, uh, end of Main Street. Good during, that's a good choice. During fireworks on the on the rotunda. Yep. Uh, outside there, uh, we've eaten inside in the glass kind of the glass ones that are on either end of that restaurant a bunch. So that's that's a that's a pretty classic one for us. And then the other one is the French Market, which is where the Mint yeah. Julep Bar is yeah. and the band plays. That bland is called Royal Street Business or something like that. Royal, Jazz it up. Royal Street Business. So uh, the perfect time to eat there is uh, 15 minutes before Fantasmic starts when that band is just finishing their set sure. uh, in the evening. You and sit in the patio right there? You sit in the patio yep. area. Uh, three tables to the right of the stage. If you're facing the stage, get the third table to the right. Uh, and so you will be able to hear them wrap up and then you'll see a bunch of kids run up on stage and then a cast member will tell them to get off the stage. Yep. Uh-huh. That's fun. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Fantasmic, the crowd starts forming and you'll be able to catch the first parts of Fantasmic while you're just finishing up uh, your meal there. Can you, I, r- remind me of the sight lines, can you see Fantasmic from that that spot? You would definitely be able to see the higher elements yeah. in it. The crowd is going to prevent you from seeing right. directly. Okay. If there's, there's like some spaces between people, you'll be able to see it. But then the train comes in there. You can hear Walt's opening day speech being tapped out in Morris code nice. so it's sort of like one of the most most perfect spots to sit in the park when you want to do one thing and that is not talk to your family anymore that's not because you don't love them but you've been in line with them all day and you've been sharing stories all day everybody just needs as a, a as a dad that 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 third table to the right is literally the only time during the day where i'm like 
I'm okay. Like, everything's okay. Everything's okay. Everybody's taken care of. They're all entertained. They're all eating. No, everybody's tired, and I can just look around and not have to worry anymore. And so uh, that is my top dining experience, although I love the Plaza Inn. What are the look, Plaza Inn's great. What are the chances that both of our dining experiences occur in the same spot? Pretty high if you know us. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess it's not that surprising. Yeah, and I know that that's not everybody's ideal experience. People come in, come into the park looking for a very specific experience that could be the most amount of characters, the most amount of magic. They want their kids to go crazy. Yeah. For me, mealtime is break time in Disneyland. Yeah. My kids are such hardcore writers. Like, they just want to go attraction to attraction to attraction. That, that's the time where I get to sit down and not think. I know where they all are. Yeah. I, know, I know they're not like right. running off somewhere. Everybody's fine. And I can just look around and enjoy Disneyland for myself. And that spot has so much to look at. There's well, so much going on. Right. And that's what I think when we're putting this list together, it's that like, what is the memory that you can have with this experience? Yeah, And exactly. both of them feel very similar. Like th- that is going to be a instantly memorable moment. Totally. As opposed to our worst list. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, when I started off the, the top list. You're going to start off the worst list. Uh, let me let me hear what your bottom three worst in-park dining experiences are. All right. These are all tied for worst in their respective categories. I'll start with <laughs> breakfast. Okay. Uh, breakfast for me, I couldn't really come up with anything because they're all terrible experiences. So I picked something off park. You eat it like a Mimi's. That Mimi's right across the street and the server takes a break right before giving you your check. Oh, the worst. So you're done. But then they go on break and you're like, where'd they go? Hey, uh, I'm Trevor. I'm just here. Uh, Becky's just going to go on break. Just you need on. anything, you just let me know, okay? Wanna, yeah, we need our check, Trevor. <laughs> like, we're ready no, to go. Okay, I'll be right there. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a, t- uh, there's a table of can I just go just up and pay? In. How much oh, no, trouble do I get in if I, if I just leave? No, I just, I, just just be a moment. I just got to take these. I got to take drink orders for twenty four people right here. <laughs> so you're up early to go to Disneyland. You get you, you just you just the luck of the draw. You get somebody that's going on break before they give you your check. <laughs> right, and uh, you get into the park two hours uh, later than yeah. You that's thought. pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That would be my worst bre- breakfast experience. Uh, didn't you have an, another uh, bad breakfast experience? Or that was your worst? Uh, you just, nope. That was just that was the one that, that you was chose. just the one. Go to I, I'm not a I'm not a breakfast person. Uh, I mine is because uh, <laughs> you get your hand stuck in the waffle maker or something. I don't know. I can't get this thing out. It's like lamp, it's burning like, my hand. <laughs> the worst is when the person because uh, usually you go into a cup and then you go into the thing. You like do the syrup dispenser. You know not the syrup. I know what you mean. The, the batter, batter cup. The, the batter, batter cup. cup. Yeah, you put it in the batter cup. Then you do the batter cup on the waffle iron. And like some people, they're just like it's way too much. And you're like, oh, this is a it's trainer. Just goopy everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to come clean this. this the, is the guy, take the girls. Minutes she's got to gotta bring in the special oil now. Like yeah. this is complete. Or or they just like like I just want a small waffle. And you're like, that's not how it works. Like you can't just you put can't it. just put like a little bit. <laughs> and now that's it's not a, a wafflelette. <laughs> yeah. So there are problems with the waffle maker that make it not a perfect experience, especially if they only have one. And it's not oh, a quick like, experience. There's like one waffle maker, and there's like 35 people that are waiting and you're exactly. like I should have just gone to Mimi's it's the same as like uh, uh, when they have the toast roller when they put you put the toast in then it yes. rolls it on the conveyor belt yep. and somebody's like is this whose wheat toast is this and you're like it's toast nobody cares like, nobody cares I don't know just move it to the side it doesn't matter <laughs> it's if it's a, a bagel maybe I'm concerned <laughs> yeah. if it's like an, a legit English muffin or a crumpet yeah maybe call my name out right, but if it's but just it's toast it's just toast it's wheat toast nobody cares <laughs> throw it in the garbage Listen, we'll I'll start make over one. Like, do you see there's like 12 loaves here? Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Um, oh, is this your wheat toast? Uh, I don't know. I Maybe? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I'm going to start over. You know what? It was, but I decided I want an English now, muffin now. Now that you've asked a bunch of questions about it, I don't want to eat it. Um, <laughs> What's your worst, uh, your third worst experience? My in third the park? worst, I have another tie. Okay. Uh, this one I feel like I know which, okay. one, uh, which way I'm going to go. Alien Pizza Planet. Wow. Uh, in, uh, in Tomorrowland. 
because this is a terribly themed pizza mm-hmm. in a terribly themed area of Tomorrowland that desperately needs some sort of cohesion, some sort of coherent storytelling. Instead, they basically went like, well, Pizza Planet is science fiction, yeah. so we'll just put it in Tomorrowland, right? And then you're just eating theme park pizza. Uh, yeah, Alien Pizza made my dinner list, so I'll skip to that. Uh, Alien Pizza was on there for the same reasons. For the wor- your worst dinner list? Worst dinner list. Yeah. Uh, it's my f- my least favorite place to eat, especially inside. The worst place you can sit is inside. There. If Space Mountain's running, it's yeah. passable, because you can sit outside along the back return and you can watch people getting uh, getting queued yeah. up for Space yeah. Mountain. It's passable. But if Space Mountain's closed and you're sitting inside and they've ran out of pizza and all you can get is like the, the nitro pasta penne or yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's, like, there's no reason to be there. <laughs> Yeah, there's no reason to be there. Yeah. You know you can order a full pizza from there? I believe that. It's $42. That is ridiculous. A slice is like 8 bucks. A whole pizza is $42 from that place, and it's not amazing. I can't tell if that's a good deal or not a good deal. I don't deal. know I'm either. not sure. I think it's <laughs> a bad deal. Lo- they've lost me in the math. I yeah. don't know. Like, one slice is 8 but an entire pie is 42 Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. So that certainly a, uh, a pie has more than five slices Probably in has- it. What, eight slices, eight, probably 12 eight slices. Something. Yeah, I don't so know. it's got to be a good deal. It's got to be a good deal. But it's at still... the end of the day, you're eating alien. Spa- they don't. They can't even make a consistent name. It's yeah. it's called Alien Pizza Planet. Yeah, it's either Pizza Planet. Do you or think it's people alien know pizza. what Pizza Planet is? We just put an alien in front because we'll have the little green guys out front. Oh yeah, it's cute. They're inside too. They got desserts themed after the the green guys from Toy Story. Oh. But the pizza is not good. The Italian food is on par with the other Italian offerings at Quick Serve. Um, but yeah, just the environment drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, it feels yes. very secluded. My other it one does. That, I, that, it does feel very secluded. that I was choosing from was docking, docking bay seven in galaxy's edge. Oh, interesting. For one same of the more reasons. recent ones. Yeah. For the same reasons. It's, it's, it, there's not a lot of outdoor seating there and inside it is themed to star Wars, but it feels like, it feels like you're taking a timeout from the park Yeah, and alien pizza feels the same way. It doesn't feel like you're still in Disneyland, but getting to eat and watch. It feels like, well, we're on, we're on timeout. Yeah. It's not secluded. Like, uh, like harbors uh follows harbor yeah it's where it's like well it's or the or the hungry bear where yeah. it's secluded but you still feel like you're engaged with the park totally it just feels like yeah it feels like you've been put in a timeout <laughs> exactly you go into alien pizza planet and you think you about think, what, oh, you, what did. you did yeah okay you don't come out until you until you eat at least one piece of pizza yeah Aww, yeah Mom. yeah that's kind of what has always, always felt that way to me uh, my dca pick for this was schmoozies oh what is that uh it's like a it's a smoothie uh Smoothie milkshake place okay. that's in Hollywood Land, easily forgettable. And Where in Hollywood Land? I'm so walking down Hollywood. I go past walking, Award Wieners. It's right and, after Award Wieners. Okay. So it's to your left, right after Award oh, Wieners. The, and they do uh, like uh, Jamba Juices too. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's like, yeah. It's like a juice bar yes. and milkshake place. Yep, I know it. It is for me. It is a place that is poorly themed in a very poorly themed area of the park. Yeah, it's you know it's an area of the park that just has lost its identity since totally. opening day. Yeah, so it doesn't know what it wants to be. Schmoozies is this throwback to the pun filled areas of of the park when it first opened, and you're not really getting a great selection, especially when you can go get. I think it's hand rolled ice cream over at Clarabelle's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. on Buena Vista Street. Oh, Buena Vista Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of Buena, Buena mm-hmm. Vista Street. So, yes. Uh, but if I had to pick between those two, Schmoozies or Alien Pizza Planet, Alien Pizza Planet. Yeah, Alien day. Pizza Planet. Yep. That would be my pick for worst dinner experience. Uh, worst lunch experience for me uh, would be between 
uh, the Stage Door Cafe when Fantasmic is about to start. Okay. Um, which Stage Door Cafe and the Golden Horseshoe share, share the same kitchen. The yep. Stage Door Cafe is the outdoor version. Uh, it, it butts up against Bella River Terrace, which is a, another kind of hard restaurant to eat at, not because it's like in demand, but I think it requires a reservation. Okay. Uh, and it's like a prepaid thing. You pay a certain amount, I think, and you get this meal experience. Um, so Stage Door Cafe, and then when Fantasmic is queuing there, everybody's trying to figure out how to sit down to watch Fantasmic. So everybody's just trying to buy whatever to, in just, order to, be able to, sit to just reasonably take yeah. up a seat. And yeah. So it just becomes nuts. So that's a terrible experience. Uh, and then the Golden Horseshoe uh, upstairs uh, when nobody's playing there. Uh, and oh, when, it no starts, one's, when no one's there. Yeah, and when it starts to rain. So Golden Horseshoe downstairs in one of the th- the seating areas on the left and the right of the stage when the hillbillies were playing there. Yeah. One of the best dining sure. experiences. Yeah. Same theater upstairs where you feel very removed from the park and when it starts to rain everybody comes in and starts throwing their strollers up to the top of those stairs so it's dangerous <laughs> so then yeah then you have to navigate your way down too. yeah and the and the food unfortunately at that particular kitchen it's of the quick serve lower quick serve variety so it's it's corn dog some kind of weird fish yeah. and chip which things, is chicken not strip. bad in of itself it's just very low-end theme park yeah. food for Disney and so it's just for me that upstairs thing there's like a mixing board up there an old western saloon it's just it's kind of like feels like a forgotten part of the park yeah, probably is a forgotten which, part which some people might dig like that's like that's a great spot to hide out but uh, those are my two worst yeah. lunch experiences that's pretty bad that's yeah. pretty bad uh, my second worst uh, experiences is Pluto's Doghouse. Okay. Uh, I would say between the 3 and 4 p.m. hour. Okay. Uh, and I say that because, one, you're in Toontown. That's dinner in Toontown. That's what I'm saying. You're having dinner in Toontown. Yeah. That's a t- terrible experience. Yeah. You're eating a hot dog in Toontown. At 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, again, it's too early. It's too late for lunch, way too early for dinner. So if you're having a hot dog now, that means you're not eating dinner, likely. It just feels everything about it feels wrong. Yes, yeah. yeah it's it was okay when it first opened, and then the characters would do right. do a meet and greet and kind of show on that gazebo that's right, right by right. it. But it always felt like. Uh, but it's really gone downhill. I mean, yeah, and yeah. it always felt like like you didn't you, anybody that ate at Pluto's Doghouse never planned to eat at Pluto's Doghouse. Right. It exactly. just kind of happened. Exactly. So it's like kissing your cousin, as you would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't plan on doing it. Right. It just kind of happened. happened, and it was like it was fine, but it wasn't what I was hoping for. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I certainly won't do it again. <laughs> like that's uh, that's what eating a Pluto's doghouse is like. Right. Uh, also, because like that time of the day, I feel like you see the worst in D- Disney guests. Yeah, tired, at that time the, of the tired day. factor is, right. has taken over. Uh, there's already been some missed expectations, and people are out to yeah, yeah. And you found yourself in Toontown, and you're in Toontown, time. and you're like, what is there to do here? They're, I understand. I can't. Can I even see Mickey Mouse anymore? No, I'm Where's sorry. Where's the roller coaster? It's right over there. That, with that thing, you just got off it. <laughs> don't even remember being what on it. What are you it. talking about? I sneezed. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I know. Goofy has a, like an RV there that'll sell you like a, a slushy, and that's a that's a decent that's experience. That's nice. And yeah. the, the gas station's fun. The gas station Gas station bathrooms fun. are fun. Yeah, I so wish that it was something other than a bathroom because it's so oh, yeah. well-themed and it's fun. Very well-themed. Uh, my other like, uh, yeah. this is a bad idea, is the Poultry Palace in uh, Disney California Adventure. This is over in Pixar Pier. Okay. And it is themed after the chicken shop the chicken fast food store from a pixar film called small fry okay and so it's it looks like a happy meal basically it looks like a happy meal and hold on i have to see what's it called again it's called the poultry palace 
Yeah, this is uh, this is new since the since the refresh of, right, around the right. credit coaster time. So this is not uh, native to that part of the pier. I think this was a turkey leg. It and, was a turkey leg. Place. Yeah, a turkey yeah. leg place. Uh, so that's kind of cute. Like it's got a juice box and it looks like a Happy Meal. It, it's super cute. But I agree, I hear with what you're saying. The idea of it is not necessarily bad. Yeah. But again, they're sending up bad fast food. By serving bad fast food. What right. I would love to see is they send up bad fast food by serving like, amazing, yeah. like, cuisine. It's like the voodoo donut version of right. chicken strips. Yeah. That would yeah. be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, like I like really that. cool dipping sauce or, yeah. like, different types of breading, like that type of thing, where it's, like, it's just they take it super, super seriously right. in sending up this very kitschy, uh, you know, silly, very tired. That's what I wanted to use. Very yeah. tired fast food place. Uh yeah, it, when it was a uh, man for that uh, that line at uh, the Midway Mania, that was such a hot place. I don't really want to stand in line with people eating chicken. No, churros is fine. Yeah, but chicken and coleslaw, mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> can you just hold this for me? What is this? This is my coleslaw. I got to tie my shoe. Can you just hold it? I know we don't know each other, but I just can, don't eat it. What? It's not even in a bowl. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna put it in your hand. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it in your hand. I might eat it out of it later. You got a fork? Do you carry I, a fork? Didn't they, did they put this in a bowl? You can. Did you get, take this out of a bowl only to give it I to did. me? I did. I dumped it in your hand. I don't like plastic. I don't like it to, to be around it. Uh, what was your worst? Uh, let's see. Did you do breakfast, lunch, and dinner already? I did, yeah. Alien Pizza Planet was my worst dinner. Uh, Stage Door Cafe during Fantasmic. All these places are fine in their own right. It's just if you hit it at the wrong time, it's you're going to have a it, m- again, it's the miserable experience. experience. Yeah. yeah, it's the dining experience. Mine is not fine. My, my worst dining experience is not fine under any circumstance Uh-oh. whatsoever. And that is, I I, I said, any meal that is eaten over a trash can, any meal whatsoever, uh, is a bad dining experience. Right. And they happen often. Yeah. You see lots of people eating over trash cans. Yeah. uh, Using that flat top as a tray uh, to have their meal because they can't sit down somewhere or there's no space. But specifically, a Tomorrowland Terrace meal over a trash can is the worst Disneyland uh, Disney experience Disney dining experience that you can have. Okay. Which is why I'm so shocked. Yeah, tell me. Frankly appalled by the idea that you would have put Tomorrowland Terrace on your top dining experience. For lunch, for sure. For any meal. Lunch, dinner, it doesn't matter. Only for lunch. I I don't think that you can argue that uh, if if you get one of the seats that's on the second level at the top of the ramp, moved up so you have an unobstructed view, and you have a, you know, they have different things there. They have a wrap there. They have a burger there. They got a bunch of different things. So everybody in your family's family is happy. And then you get to watch a show with Star Wars and little kids. There's no way that's the worst experience. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it's the best experience, it depends on how into your kids uh, you are to Star Wars. It's certainly not the top three experiences. It's certainly not the best lunch experience. Uh, It's it didn't win, but it's, it's, it's up there. It's Terrace, man. It's like it's Galactic it, it Grill. It is as replacement food as you can get. Like that, yeah. those burgers. I, and I like the Disneyland replacement burgers. Those like they they only taste that way at Disneyland. I've eaten a lot of lunches there. I know dozens and dozens. So you got to go for something different. It's go. uh, I'm t- I'm speaking for me specifically. It's shaded, it's covered, it's Star Wars, it's easy. And then sometimes they do special edition stuff where you can get like a like a Slurpee drink with like a with a Death Star in it. Or like with with Watto, uh, a yeah. straw coming out of Watto's head. Yeah, you get a Watto wafer. Those yeah, are, Watto wafer. <laughs> delicious. So I think it's great. I think it's great. I think you're wrong. You're having your people eat it over a trash can. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> you're having Tomorrowland Terrace Burger and you're eating it over a I trash can. I think the can. Blue Bayou is the worst when they, if you get it and then you fall into the river and you get run over by the boat. Still not the worst, but it's still something I'm so, willing to pay yeah, for. Yeah, Blue Bayou would be great even if I had that <laughs> horrible eat accident. Eat it on your back going down the falls. It's okay! I got in! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Right on. That was the best and worst dining magic you can have. We went down memory lane. We had some food. I'm now I'm hungry. I know me too. I was just thinking that. If you go and eat anywhere at Disneyland right now, where that would chicken be? place all day long, <laughs> <laughs> that chicken poultry, fast poultry food, palace? yeah, that chicken fast food place we you just didn't like right there, right now, right now, as it is, or in our like designer chicken place. No, I think as it is. I think really, that, uh, I'm so suggestible to marketing. It's a funny thing. I work in marketing. You're like that. Is I'm kind of like idea. I'm, I'm kind of hard headed and like you know stubborn in some ways, but marketing works on me. Like I should be everybody's. So best what, case. it was the design of the restaurant. I that just got saw you? it and I was like, that looks that looks cool. Cool, that looks fun. I want to be on Paradise Pier. I want chicken now. Somebody sent me a picture of sorbet the other day, and I had to drive to the store in the middle of the night because I couldn't put it I down. I eat this now. Yeah. Now I eat sorbet. This is what I do. Well, you are really inf- I'm influenced. so suggestible. Oh, man. How do you feel about when you eat at a restaurant and the side that they give you is the yellow bag of Lay's? I feel like they could do better. Okay. I feel like you give me at least kettle chips. Yeah. Maybe those... Uh, I can't remember what they. I can't remember what they're called, but you, you can do better than the Lay's. But the Lay's is what they give you at the uh, refreshment center, refreshment yeah. corner. Yeah, at refreshment corner, you just get Lay's. And again, that with just like your standard hot dog, I don't mind that. That feels yeah. that feels thematic to me. I just do feel like at some point your connection with the Frito Lay company is like the yellow bag of Lay's are free. It's like as many as you want. As many as you want. We don't even charge for them anymore. There's it's only like, like seven on chips in here, anyways. Yeah, so you just. You just give them to your guests. We just use them for more for marketing. Yeah, we, we just, just hand them out to people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now, you do like a Frito bowl. That's different. Mm-hmm. Like a Frito pie? Uh, no, like a Frito bowl where you like you, you open up the bag of Fritos and you dump some chili in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese Frito pie. You don't call it a Frito pie? No, if I called it a Frito pie when you said Frito pie, well, it said, yeah, exactly. Instead, <laughs> I said Frito bowl because I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> okay. I thought so, you were talking about a pie made of Fritos. It sounded right on. horrible. <laughs> No, Frito pie is delicious. Fritos, chili, cheese. Why is it called a Frito pie? I don't know. All right, We're Frito gonna... pie. Woo! That looks good. Yeah, but you're not you're not putting it in the bag of Fritos. No, no, that's that's the thing. That's the that's yeah. the killer app there. Yeah, it's a killer app. You get the bag of Fritos. Oh yeah. You open the bag of Fritos. You pour chili in there with cheese. Where's the chili coming from? I, I don't the know. The chili fairy? <laughs> the, guy, the, the guy handed it to me. He was, <laughs> he was eating to tie his shoes. The chili fairy's on. Yeah. He's going to he, The guy was tying his shoes. DCA, he handed me a handful oh, of chili. <laughs> yeah, you, just just it. The, you just palm chili into I the chili. chili right into the, into into the, the Frito bowl. Into the Frito bag. Into the Frito bag. And then what, do you just mouth that? Or do you, you have a, you is there a spoon fairy, too? You got to get a spoon for it. Hello, Scott. Yeah, you, you just ask for some, you get one of those sporks that you stole yeah. from Galaxy's Edge. Right. And you eat the Frito Bowl that yeah. way. Jerry Lining guy, hand palm palm bowl Jerry. Hey, hold this chili for me. <laughs> oh, come on, Jerry, you don't got a cup? No, I gave me a cup, I just didn't want to eat it. Hold on. I can go more packets of ketchup on your elbow. You don't mind. No, Jerry, I don't mind. Hold my chili for a second. All right, man. Where are you putting oh, make a Frito bowl out of this later? I'm dumping in this bag and get my snout in there. Sometimes I'm like giving like a little like a little pig sound. <laughs> We're done. We're cooked. <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs>
Okay. Oh, that was man. an episode. That is an episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Oh, this has been Bob's as a Bantha. Sure has. You can't tell. We love making this show. Oh, and yeah. uh, we sure hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We release every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts. We will be there. Uh, please be sure to like our show on Apple Podcasts, and we would love it if you left us a five-star written review. As we said before, it helps us know what you like about the show and helps other people find out about it. You can visit us at bobsandbanthas.com or email us, podcast at bobsandbanthas.com if you have a idea for a show or like to do a collaboration with us. Or, hey, listen, if you have your picks for Scott and Aaron's magical or mixed up mixed up map yeah. for next week, you should let us know what that is. You can post it over on Instagram. We're at bobsandbanthas, or you can email us. Again, that email is podcast at bobsandbanthas.com. You can support us over on Patreon. You can wear us over on Public. And until next week, he's been Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> and I've been Scott. Just hold this call song for me. <laughs> just, uh, just, any, you, you see a bag of Fritos anywhere? <laughs> yeah. I got to put this chili it's somewhere. In my, in my, hold on. I know I got some Fritos in my shoe. <laughs> hold on. Uh, and we've been Bob's and Banthas. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.